What does it mean to be engaged in today's workplace? How do we inspire, inform, and connect a working community? How do we build a culture of irreplaceability, trust, and listening to keep people on board and rowing together? Welcome to Post-COVID Leadership Advice. This series is all about building a workplace culture where people feel heard, supported, informed, and connected. This is a roadmap for leaders at any level, at any organization. Radical listening. This is a mindset and it's also kind of a methodology. So the mindset part is we deeply listen to what our community is telling us as much as we can. Any possible way we can find out any possible question that we have from the food that we eat, the food that we serve at our functions, to the time of day that we have our meetings, to um, the schedule of events, to when we have our uh, quarterly results and in what platform, anything that we can possibly change or have flexibility on, we ask our community, we get their feedback and we implement, that's it. So any small questions is not just decided by um, people in power, but actually by the community at large. It's a way of, of increasing democracy within the community. So what does this mean in terms of the actual uh, methodology? Well, we're all familiar with these kind of pulse surveys. These come out maybe once a year, maybe twice a year, where we ask uh, the population some questions. They go online, they go to a survey. How do you like your job? How do you like your manager? How do you see yourself uh, fitting in in five years? Um, do you have any problems, blah, blah, blah. So a combination of short answer, multiple choice, and long form answers. And then this is usually given, um, you know, once a year by a small team of people. Uh, these, this small team will go and crunch those numbers and go through uh, the results and come up with some kind of report, which is passed on to upper level management and it will be reviewed behind closed doors and some changes will be made. Most changes will not be made. Uh, these results are then communicated or cascaded down through teams, but generally not much is done. Um, and it also um, shows that trust is uh, limited in these kinds of methods. Now, how do we build trust? Well, radical listening is a big part of that trust. Usually survey results, we're looking at about if nobody is marketing them and it's just one email going out, the actual number of people taking part in these exams, in these uh, surveys, hovers around 12 to 18%. If you have a robust marketing promotion campaign, fill out this survey, we really care, uh, we want to know what you think, fill it out, emails, emails, text messages, then the number comes generally between 50 and 70%. If you incentivize it, hey, if we reach 80%, we get a free lunch. If we reach 90%, we get other stuff. I don't know. Then it becomes more likely to be 75, 80, even 90% uh, if it's really radically incentivized. But that doesn't actually take away the problem, which is lack of trust. People don't fill in surveys, not because they have survey fatigue, which is actually a meaningless phrase. It's actually nobody's listening, nothing will change fatigue. So why should I take an hour uh, to fill in the survey when I know nothing will ever come of it? Well, this is the problem. And this is how you go about fixing this problem. We need to show that listening delivers results. So we start on a very small scale. 
uh, polling, any time you have people's attention at a town hall, at a giant meeting, um, during the numbers, uh, quarterly results, whatever platform you have that has people's attention, always ask a question. Ask a question about something small. Hey, what's our favorite kind of pizza for pizza night? Uh, let people give their opinions. Hey, um, how many days a week should we mandate coming into the office? Three, five, what do you think? Poll it and then deliver right away within 48 hours, something tiny. Hey, you voted for blueberry muffins. Look, Monday morning, blueberry, just like you said, right? Well, people think, hmm, yeah, right, okay. So I gave my opinion and guess what? My voice was heard. And that way, if you do this on multiple, multiple times, and this can be small, it can be large, it can be anything from, uh, do we like yellow post-it notes or blue ones? because we're about to order a bunch. So 35% of the population likes yellow post notes, 60% of the population likes blue ones. So guess what? We're getting blue ones now. And people see, oh wow, blue ones. Mm, okay, so I voted for blue and I see blue. So that means that the other stuff that I'm gonna be asked about, uh, it's a mindset uh, that is within the company that when you ask a question, and you get a result that those results are also listened to. So this is part of the, the joy of that. So these kinds of what I call listen and deliver, tight loop polling, which means that you offer a very short number of choices. Um, let's say you're implementing um, milkshakes uh, policy uh, on Tuesdays. Every Tuesday you get a milkshake. Chocolate, vanilla, strawberry, pistachio. That's it, those four. And then these four things are voted on and pistachio wins and within 48 hours you see it executed you come in on a tuesday morning pistachio wow just like i said so we do this over and over and over again until the message sinks in you ask you listen you deliver i call it listen and deliver because that's what it actually is. And this builds up the, the trust that you need for uh, the other things. The other things are, of course, the survey. Um, this continues just like it always does, but you'll see that the numbers will creep up because the trust is being restored in the asking process. Then you have the cultural deep dive. And this is something that can only be really done with long form interviews. and. This is a process that a lot of companies go through, a lot of companies do not. What is the company culture this time around? So maybe every year, maybe every two years, you go through this kind of process where you have a team of maybe five to 10 people, depending on the size of the company, that is engaged in long form interviews, one-on-one. -on -one. You sit in a room together for about an hour, you have a few basic core questions, you find out what people really think what are the problems here? What's going right? What's going wrong? Uh, how is communication? How is respect? How is succession uh, being handled? How is onboarding being handled? Uh, how is conflict resolution handled? Uh, how is management? Uh, are you being listened to? All these kinds of questions. And you start to form a picture of the problems. And then the best thing for a cultural deep dive is to have an external team assess this and come up with a roadmap forward. And the roadmap consists of, first of all, a diagnosis. What kind of company are we dealing with? Is it too traditional? 
Is it too loosey-goosey all over the place, no clear direction? Is it too structured? And the roadmap is usually made up of two parts. The short-term quick wins that you can implement immediately, small things that you can do, which are highly visible, especially when leadership is doing them, that you can say, hey, we found in our cultural deep dive that we suffer from blah, blah, blah. Well, starting tomorrow, we're going to have this opportunity for you to give your feedback, I don't know, whatever it is. Uh, the short-term fix that does not cost a lot of money, it does not cost a lot of time or hours of work, and it can be implemented very, very quickly, and you see results very, very quickly. And these are very, very small things. We want a refrigerator on every floor. Done. Easy. Uh, and that's a very quick win. That tides you over for the longer, harder stuff, which will usually take training, empathy, skills, building among leadership, among um, new hires. Uh, you might need to have um, some kind of diversity training. You might need to have some kind of a, um, a new way of working like agile. Uh, these are harder, longer things, and you don't usually see the fruits of them for about a year or so. But that's the cultural deep dive, and that will get you um, at least the points uh, that will need to be addressed going forward. All of these smaller things add up to something larger. So the small polls about what flavor milkshake you want, as silly as that is, that does have a value. It has a place you also have the long-term cultural deep dives. You have the surveys. They all have their place. They all have a value within the total radical listening uh, bundle, and they can all be uh, used as often as possible. So these usually go through weekly. So the short-term listen and deliver polling, that's done weekly, daily if you need to, if you have the platform, but it's just repeat, ask, deliver, repeat, ask, deliver, repeat. Then you have your one-on-one, -on -one, perhaps that's monthly, that you have your cultural, um, let's say, interviews. The cultural deep dives are annual or even every two years. Um, you can have a pulse survey, a tiny pulse survey that goes perhaps quarterly. Uh, it doesn't matter how often you do these things. The point is, is that it's a cadence that is reliable and predictable and consistent and that all of these different tactics for gathering information and building trust in the asking uh, are done in a layered way. Thank you for being a part of this episode. Subscribe, follow, so you never have to miss another one. These ideas are based on the Comic Books for Executive series. Go to postcovidhandbook.com.